You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have a transformative week full of planetary transits. In this week's astrology, Venus enters Scorpio, causing us the need to experience deeper relationships. Neptune will shift out of retrograde motion, allowing us to review how far we've come over the last five months concerning seeing things for what they truly are. And Venus will make the most transits over these next seven days, which might enunciate the need to focus on our love lives, finances, plus rev up the urge to indulge a bit. And the vibes on the graph give a nice visual of how the week is playing out. Throughout this week, romantic vibes are going to peak in Valley, so from the 4th all the way up until the 10th, we're going to see the energy ebb and flow. And this is due to all the Venus transits that we have occurring throughout this week. So in a nutshell, this romantic energy is going to intersect every other vibe that's going on on the graph. From the 4th, going up until the 6th, we have a smidge of mental vibes, solitude, and emotional sensitivity intersecting that romantic energy. It could be a week where we're having mixed emotions about some romantic situations. It may be a time where we're just needing a little space to ourselves, and there might be some moments where we feel extra triggered about some of our associations when it comes down to love life scenarios. From the 6th to the 8th, romantic vibes continue and it's going to intersect mental vibes. Mental vibes will be the highest on the graph at that point, which is due to all the mercurial stuff that's occurring. This could be a time to really concentrate on our romantic goals. This could be a time where we're feeling more positive about our prospects and our situation overall when it comes down to love life concerns. And overall, our minds might be more receptive to flirtation at this point in time. Over the weekend, mental and romantic vibes are going to continue and they'll intersect good luck and energy, social vibes, and family and friends. The weekend has some interesting tones to it. As a matter of fact, this week has more positive transits than it does, you know, unconstructive transits, not saying that we won't be affected by those, but there's a little more optimism in the air than normal. Due to a Venus-Jupiter transit that may be complex, but it does bring in a celebratory tone. It does bring in an indulgent tone. It brings in a social tone, but also gives us this feeling that luck is on our side. So yeah, we have yet another interesting week ahead of us. Let's look at these next bunch of days and see what we can expect. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. On the 4th, Venus transits into Scorpio. We leave the happy-go-lucky, charming, and beauty-loving vibes of Venus and Libra. We shift to a more intense approach that helps us look deep beneath superficial things in our love lives and financial situations. To be honest, there comes a certain point in time where we need to get serious about our relationships, and we need to look at things for what they truly are, rather than what we'd like to see. Sometimes we need to take a step back and make sure that the same energy we're pouring into a union is being given back to us because Venus is about receptivity. And of course, we get that in all the Venus signs, especially with Venus and Libra. However, when we get to Scorpio, it takes a more intense approach to look at every aspect of our relationships, even the not so pretty parts. And for this reason, Venus doesn't necessarily feel the most comfortable in this energy. In astrology, we have a system called essential dignities that helps us look at various planet sign combinations. 
Some pair well, while others may have a bit of a struggly time when combined with a certain planet and sign combination. So when you have Venus going through Scorpio, it is in a condition called detriment. The reason for this is Venus is the governing planet of Taurus, the opposite of Scorpio. Also, Venus is the type of planet that wants to let its hair down, enjoy itself, and not really have any cares in the world. Not be bothered by the more turbulent things in life, the more serious things, the scary things in life. Whereas Scorpio energy is just not afraid to go there. So when you have a combination like this, we can run into some snags for that reason. But does that mean we're going to have a horrible time with Venus and Scorpio? Absolutely not. Yeah, it's going to hit some harder transits. And when it hits those harder transits, we will absolutely feel those effects more intensely. For now, let's appreciate the beauty of this. There are times in life where we may not welcome that kind of energy in terms of seeing things for what they are, but it's very necessary. It's necessary for us to train transform. It's necessary for us to break bad patterns and habits. And especially since we're talking about Venus, this is our bad patterns with money. This is our bad patterns with relationships. This could show us why we need to adopt healthier coping mechanisms when it comes down to our relationships and our finances. And overall, what we need to get serious about concerning romantic scenarios and our monetary situations. From the healthy end of this, we could find ourselves fixating on the more important things when it comes down to our love lives. We could come to the realization that we need better one-on-one interactions. We could come to the realization that we need more passion when it comes down to our love life. This could be a time where you're deeply craving something like a soulmate. So it could be a period of looking for something more karmic when it comes down to love life concerns rather than something that's superficial, rather than something that's casual and just to pass the time by. And this could get us really thinking about what we need to do to attract that type of energy to ourselves. And by what we need to do, what we need to transform and what we need to work on in order to bring that serious type of romance to us. For those in committed unions, this could be a period of really getting more passionate with one another. This is one of those energies where intimacy becomes very deep. So romantic unions could really experience a more revved up exchange with one another in that sort of way. An energy like this really helps us connect with our intuitive side as well when it comes down to our love lives. So this could be a period where you're feeling more receptive to your partner if you're in a relationship and you're just able to anticipate their needs. And for those who are dating, it might be a time of meeting someone where you connect on a psychic level. So this tends to bring in otherworldly exchanges when it comes down to our romantic scenarios. Scorpio deals with other people's money, and so combined with Venus, our planet of how we earn, this could be a time where we're starting to find a balance between those things. Other people's money could be spouses, it could be banking, it could be loans, and any other sources of income that isn't yours. So this could be a time to find some balance in that. Also, since this deals with debt, it could be a time to work on clearing some of that up. It could be a time of finding something that's going to help you in terms of clearing out balances that have been accruing for a while so you can eventually move forward from debt that's holding you back. Or if this isn't the case, because this does deal with banking and loans, it could be a time where you're working on building your finances back up and saving money again. Of course, there's a lower vibration to this. Anytime we have a planet changing signs, we always end up having its higher expression, but we also get its shadow expression as well. Because of the intensity of this and because of the intuitive nature, we need to be aware of the stuff that we're picking up. 
And what I mean by that is sometimes we could feel as though we have an intuitive hunch in this energy and really it may be more suspicion than anything else. So we need to be aware of that, especially when it comes down to romantic relationships, because this could lead into power struggles. This could lead into a lot of jealousy. This could lead into retaliation if we feel as though we've been slighted. And it can also turn into obsessive thoughts about a relationship itself. The way these feelings of suspicion can manifest is through shutting down when it comes down to our romantic scenarios. So that's something else we have to be aware of. What happens in this energy is because of the obsessive nature and because of the suspicious nature, sometimes we can get a little more defensive than normal and more self-protective than normal to the point of closing ourselves off. So we need to be aware of that within this energy. So this is why this energy can get really intense rather than lighthearted when you have Venus and Scorpio because it really does rev up things that we should look at, of course, but there are also things that we definitely don't need to read into too much because it can create these lower expressions of this energy. So if these feelings arise, try to find the best way to ground yourself and really think things through before reacting in a way that may end up being problematic later. The great thing is within a day of Venus being in Scorpio, it's going to connect with Saturn in a harmonious way. Venus is going to make a trine with Saturn, which could help us feel determined to establish more stability in our love lives and our financial situations. So this puts us off to a great start in this Venus energy with Scorpio. A vibe like this can really help push us when it comes down to commitments in our lives, particularly commitments when it comes down to Venus things, which of course has to do with our love lives. So in romantic scenarios, this could be a time where you're starting to see that things are becoming more established in a union. If you're already in a committed union, this may be a time where you guys are cementing things more so within your relationship. And overall, it could really bring in a time where you're seeing more consistency when it comes down to your love life. On a financial level, this could help us in terms of getting back on track when it comes down to our funds. So whatever we might be investing our energy in could lead to reliability when it comes down to our funds. That could be in the form of a job. It could also be in the form of seeing that money is coming in more steadily and you're able to put money away and start saving more. But overall, this is a nice way to kick off Venus entering into Scorpio. On the 6th, Neptune finally stations out a retrograde. Neptune went into its shadow period on March 9th, then went retrograde on June 30th. And so we've had five and a half months of this planet being in its regressive cycle. Of course, we still have the shadow period to get past and it'll still be in its regressive cycle, but this is now the stationing point and this is now where we might be having more clarity about our situations. And by clarity, this could be a period of understanding things that might have eluded us. Neptune has a lot to do with illusion. Neptune has a lot to do with denial. It has a lot to do with sweeping things under the rug, ignoring the elephant in the room. But when it goes into retrograde, we're forced to look at those situations truthfully so that way we can move forward to something healthier. So a retrograde like this could have helped us in terms of seeing things for what they really are in terms of inappropriate behavior, people taking advantage, manipulation, deceit, or anything that's knocked us off spiritual alignment in any sort of way. So some reflective questions to ask when it comes down to this retrograde is, where have you become aware of someone's deceptive behavior and any sort of gaslighting that might have been going on in your life? Was this a period of working on getting out of denials and understanding uncomfortable truths so you can move forward with your life? Was this a time to work on escapism when it comes down to running away from things that you definitely don't want to deal with because they may be too much? But since this retrograde, you're realizing that you can't avoid these things any longer. Are you coming to a realization that you can no longer see the idealized versions of a situation? Whether that's a person, whether that's a circumstance, whether that's anything to do with any other personal stuff you have in your life, has this been a time where you're realizing that you need to get real about those things? 
have you come to a place where you're realizing it's not wrong to set boundaries for yourself or with other people? Speaking of which, was this a period of time where you're realizing that being overly sacrificial is coming at a cost to you and that you can no longer abandon your own needs because it's leading to self-sabotage? Sometimes with Neptune, this could be abandoning ourselves for a relationship and other situations where we sever off our identity in order to get the approval of other people. And so this could also be where you're setting limits with yourself so that you're no longer doing that but also putting up boundaries with other people, which is not always easy. It's not easy to do it with ourselves as well. Was this a time where you needed to regain faith back in yourself or faith back in other situations and people? Sometimes this faith thing could be about your belief systems as well. Was this a time where you were working on beliefs that were either holding you back or regaining some sort of belief or adopting a new belief that's going to help you move forward and progress in life? Was this a time where you got back into spiritual practice and reconnected with your metaphysical side? Neptune retrograde sometimes helps us get back in alignment with our mystical side if we've lost sync with that. So this could have been a period to really reconnect with your higher self. Another thing with Neptune retrograde is it can help us show ourselves more compassion. This goes back to gaining faith back in ourselves but in a way where we show ourselves the same kindness that we extend to other people. So this could have been a period of being more gentle with yourself. This could have been a period where you were showing more empathy to yourself or just forgiving yourself for anything that you might have felt didn't pan out the way you want it or you felt like you went about something completely wrong. This is a time to show yourself that empathy that you deserve and that compassion that you extend to other people. This could also be a time of forgiveness for other people and extending that compassion and empathy to them if you haven't done that. Because sometimes within Neptune, we can see that we might have been more closed off and not giving that to other people in a healthy way. It might have been a period of healthy forgiveness towards other people. Neptune will not go out of shadow until March 25th of 2024. It's got a long shadow period. It's a slow moving planet. So we're not quite done with Neptune retrograde, of course. I mean, in the post shadow, we go over everything that happened during the retrograde, but this time with more clarity than we had previously. On that same day, Mercury is going to make a sesquiquadrate with Uranus, which could create moments where conversations deviate from the norm. This tends to be a wacky alignment because things don't necessarily go as expected. Conversations tend not to flow like we intended them to. So interaction-wise, this could be a little bit edgy. It could be one of those days where communication is a little bit more irritating than normal due to this reason. And for that, things might feel more peculiar than normal when it comes down to dealing with other people and even other situations. Also, this is a very hyperactive transit, so our minds could feel like they're running a mile a minute under something like this. Sure, there are times where we want our minds to be very active, but this tends to go in the way of feeling hyper in the sense of nervousness and restlessness and things like that. So it could be uncomfortable for that reason. To top that off on the same day, the sun's going to make a semi-square at Pluto, and this could rev up situations where we deal with people who have domineering personalities. And with an energy like this, we could be dealing with people who are so overbearing that it's hard to express ourselves for that reason. So it could really put a wild tone to the day. But by the time we get to the 8th, the sun's going to make a trine with Chiron, and that should really put some chill vibes into the air. And this also happens to be the countdown to Chiron going direct. 
in 19 days, Chiron's going to station out a retrograde. So this trine with the sun is associated with the retrograde motions either starting on one side when we get to the when we're at the beginning part of the retrograde and also ending when we're getting to that winding down point of the regressive cycle. A vibe like this can bring in an air of encouragement, especially if we've been doubting ourselves in some sort of way. It can help us in terms of having more self-assurance. It can help us in terms of being more self-expressive and healing things that put a damper on our ego overall. So this really brings in a tone of feel-good vibes to it, especially if we've been feeling off and just not feeling like ourselves. Also, because of the Chiron nature, this is great for giving someone else a pep talk that needs some encouraging. So in a sense, we could healthily boost someone's ego on this day. And the cool thing about the 8th is Mercury's making a trine with Jupiter, which also enhances this cheerful tone. This is why we were seeing all of those positive vibes on the graph. An energy like this really brings in a huge dose of optimism. As a matter of fact, this weekend has optimism written all over it with a Venus transit that's happening with Jupiter. And even though it's a complex transit, it brings in an enunciated feeling of upbeatness. But this Mercury-Jupiter alignment makes it fun to communicate with others. It puts us in a social mood. It gets us feel like we have the mental bandwidth to extend ourselves to others. So communication takes on a very lively tone for this reason. And the great thing about this lively tone is it's a dose of thought-provoking communication, but it's also a dose of humor. So it could be a day about chatting about silly things and cracking jokes. But it can also be a day of immersing ourselves in philosophical communication or talking about high-minded things. So overall, things flow well communication-wise and our mindset under an energy like this. And with all these Jupiterian vibes over the weekend, it could put us in the mood to take more chances. And that can result in good luck in a lot of ways with this energy because Jupiter helps us go for the gold. So we might aim our arrow at some fortunate opportunities. However, there is something that we do need to be aware of. Venus is going to make an opposition to Jupiter, and this could really enunciate a sense of euphoria. And what I mean by this is it can enunciate the feeling that luck is really, truly on our side. And that's not a bad feeling to have. But at the same time, you really do want to be careful with an energy like this because due to the exaggerated feelings, we might take some risks that we really shouldn't be taking. Sure, take healthy risks this weekend. It ha There's definitely that good luck energy in the air over the weekend, so you never know what might happen. But really try to take as much healthy risk as something seems too good to be true. It may be too good to be true. So definitely step back if you see something like that. But the higher expression of this helps us feel abundant. It helps us feel more upbeat. Venus and Jupiter coming together brings in a celebratory tone. And so we'll be in the mood to socialize. We'll be in the mood to party. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with none of those things. I'm an Aries, so I'm always down for that. But at the same time, an energy like this can cause us to take it too far. This is a very indulgent energy. So sometimes we can go overboard when it comes down to drinking, eating, and any other feel-good thing that we like to do. Because this is Venus, sometimes this could be love. And so an energy like this, when we have Venus oppose Jupiter, sometimes you might find yourself binging on love, binging on relationships. In other words, just really craving over-the-top displays of affection. And even being insatiable when it comes down to intimacy, which, you know, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. At the same time, there is always a limit to something. And due to the unhealthy tones of this, it can show where we're blowing things out of proportion when it comes down to our romantic scenarios. So that's something else you want to be aware of within this. And again, because this is an overdoing it sort of energy, we need to be aware of overspending as well because it can get a little crazy within this energy. So definitely try to ground yourself the best way you can and try to channel this energy in the most healthiest way possible. So yeah, what a week. I'm happy to see the 
positive transits though, I'm happy to see the jolly transits. Even if we have Venus opposed Jupiter being a hard transit, still not like the transits we were experiencing in October and November. We've got some harsh ones this week, of course. At the same time, we can all use a moment to let our hair down and enjoy ourselves in the most healthiest way possible. Anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later and see you in the next episode.